0: this is the consciousness show a show about spiritual growth self-awareness and the guide to taking roads less traveled with your hosts reiki masters marky and paulo good morning good afternoon and good evening to everyone welcome to yet another episode of the consciousness show so today we are going to talk about the last chakra in our series, How a Person Gets Sick and Recovers. So, the seventh chakra is also known as the crown chakra and it is associated with our central nervous system. So, that's the brain. Uh, Some diseases associated with this chakra are those mental disorders that are acquired like Alzheimer's, schizophrenia, Parkinson's disease. So, Master, can you tell us how the crown chakra works. It, it it's to me it's pretty much the very the most interesting chakra center, because it also connects yourself to the divines.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. So yes. Yeah, so finally, we have come to the last part of our series how a person gets sick and, and how a person can also recover. And we are now talking about the last chakra, the crown chakra. And just like how Master Paolo has mentioned, yes, the, the crown chakra spiritually is associated. It is the actual gateway of your connection to the divine. So that means divine wisdom and how... Wisdom in a form of either an advice or either solutions to your your problems or that eureka moment that you're waiting for is received through that crown chakra. It's an actual gateway. And by the way, this chakra, compared to the rest of the chakra systems, it's the least chakra to get a blockage from. And why is that so? So, one thing is for sure. If we may refer to the chakra system on a spiritual uh in, in terms of spiritual uh basis, we talk about the the fairness of our chakra system when we specifically when we talk about wisdom. So there are people whose anchor who anchors their their whole being spiritually or in a form of religion. But there are also people who are very logical. There are people Maybe we can, we can put it this way, these are men of science whose basically their, their wisdom, their knowledge mostly is anchored by the logic of what science is providing us. The advancements and the discoveries that science has been providing for the longest time. So there may be people who are not necessarily religious, doesn't necessarily follow a religious belief or practice but are very anchored to logic or to science and how everything scientifically explained brings more. Essentially, uh, your truth, to be honest. Essentially, focuses on your anchor in terms of what you're, how you serve your truth and how you've discovered it either through science or through religion or any other spiritual practices. And that's the reason why that chakra is seldomly blocked. But on the contrary, the absence of those belief systems, may it be religious or may it be scientific, will also result to a blockage in the crown chakra. That means you don't believe in anything. You don't believe in God. You don't believe in religion. You don't believe even in logic and the science that, that how everything seems balanced when it's explained through science, if you don't believe as, that as well, then there's a tendency that you get the blockage. That's the only thing about uh, the crown chakra because come come to think of it, it's, again, and when I mentioned in the first part uh, of my explanation that even the eureka moments come, uh, it's the crown chakra that's responsible for that because same as scientific breakthroughs. When these scientific breakthroughs happened during the time of discovery, it was received on that chakra because that is the sole purpose of the chakra. It provides essentially wisdom. Now, when we we mentioned that what are, when we talk about uh, the imbalances or how a person can get sick uh, when it comes to imbalances over or again because again in, in, in the In this series of The Chakra System, we're going to be focusing on the polarities. And either we are overdoing it or not doing it at all. So what are the situations for us to create imbalances? So if we keep on focusing on overdoing it, let's say, you keep focusing on, let's say, just the spirituality, just the wisdom, and then the rest of the chakras or the rest of the activities that you need to still fulfill in a day was set aside basically because you were overdoing it. The whole day that you're supposed to... Let's say you are very spiritual or very religious and the whole day that you've spent is all about your spiritual practice or your religious practice. But you tend to overlook other activities that you still need to fulfill. How about your work? How about your job? How about your business? The relationships? The emotional dealings that you need to go through? Your planning, organizing? Essentially... What the other, the rest of the chakras are about. If you tend to overlook that, and then you are now still creating imbalances, gearing towards doing more or overdoing it. On the other end, if you're supposed to have the either a spiritual practice, spiritual uh, beliefs or religious beliefs, the likes, you're supposed to do it, but you're not doing it. uh, Look at it this way. Let's say on tech. Technical and the technicality of things when you talk about religion and you're supposed to go to church maybe on a Sunday but you choose even if you have the means to go to church but you decided to not go and you know it's a part of who you are as you are someone who follows that religious belief and you don't do it then you are tipping off the balance by not uh, doing it less essentially and we talked about earlier we talked about since it's the central nervous system that is directly or the body part that is directly impacted by the imbalances that we create, we can simply think the easiest ones or the, the tell, easy telltale tell signs that you can say that we're we are up for creating imbalances again, is it's a simple headache. It's almost similar to the third eye chakra because it's really in this area where where the brow is or essentially where your head is or where your brain is located. So you can think of the minor things like you you feeling lightheaded or you're feeling a little dizzy. Those are first telltale signs that there are some imbalances. To a certain extent, again, you can think of worst-case scenarios that is associated with our central nervous system. Those are the worst-case scenarios that one, can experience but is there a way is there a way for us to naturally balance this yes so uh depends on what belief system that you follow may it be the the route of science or maybe it been it can be on the spiritual route and then all you need to do is just provide what is needed in short just give time for either spirituality or learning in science and then you will simply put everything into balance state just as long as you know that you've given it time, you've given it a portion of your time, you've given it uh, a part of your day, and then it's also a way for you to bring it to balance. And again, it depends on how much you really need to spend in that field, and then the ample time that you're supposed to give, you give it. For instance, maybe, and, and looking into my own uh, experience as a spiritual person, in my day, it has, to always be a part of my day wherein I need to meditate or I need to spend quiet time and if I have questions, I will meditate, seek wisdom from the divine and then the answer shall be given. That's my way of putting my, my spiritual practice into a balanced state or that's when my crown chakra is going to a balanced state, when I perform those duties. On the other hand, it can be spiritual. You can be either, if you're you're a Catholic, you can either pray the rosary or you may attend mass or maybe you can simply drop by, drop by the church and say your prayers and thanks. That's already your responsibility. Or if you are not someone who is uh, keen on visiting the churches or these holy places, then on your own time and pace, you will just say a little prayer by pausing for a bit. Connect to your God pray uh, solemnly, and that's also your time. Essentially, it's the time it doesn't really, to be honest, there is no specific measure of how long, how quick it is, so long as you establish this connection, so long as you have even a, a mere thank you to God already brings that balance. It's not complicated. It's not as tedious as it seems that or intimidating that you have to have let's say half of your day praising and worshiping god it's honestly and, and 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 this is as honest as i can get even a mere thank you already balances this out believe it or not it's very simple it's not complicated similarly because you know god is not uh, it's, it's not hard to please him <laughs> it's not it's or or her if you if you look at that way as long as you acknowledge god the divine or no matter how he he or she presents himself to you even just a tiny portion of your day you've already given yourself your time to the divine on the other end uh but actually it's it's that simple when it comes to spirituality but of course It depends if this is your work maybe. Let's say, what if you're a doctor? What if you're a scientist? Or you're a psychologist or a psychiatrist? That you know your specific time that you need to spend for either you're doing this for a living or for you to study. Or in short, you will just dedicate a portion of your time just to make sure that your knowledge and your wisdom to whichever you're anchoring yourself into you have time for that, essentially, you are giving the the opportunity to balance your Crown Chakra. And the lack thereof, of course, will result to imbalances and overdoing it will always result to imbalances. Now, when we talk about all these seven chakra systems, and again, this is the, the closing of that series, it is it is important to note that yes as we are discussing this on an individual matter that every chakra system has a purpose every chakra system has its direction in our life and how it plays a role holistically again holistically it is just one it may be it may seem like it's divided into seven but it's still one it's still our body it's a part of let's let's say it's still that one diamond With different facets of it but it is still one it is still just different facets just different purposes different energy systems and 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 how you're going to focus on what they bring but still, it's still part of one we still have one body we may have divided this into functions but we still have one body and how to balance this and again I will I will mention that Um, for us to heal And for us to essentially understand how we also heal our body, when our left hand is in pain, our right hand is responsible to console or to pacify the pain that the left hand is experiencing. And naturally, it happens. Specifically, when you experience pain in the body, all of a sudden, you just want to get both your hands, either one hand or both hands in that area, naturally. Or just like how a mother's touch when we were still young, how essentially is normally what a mother's touch would do to heal? When 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 a child complains, I'm having a toothache, and then the mother will just caress and will just hold the face and the cheeks of the child, and then essentially somehow the the child will receive uh, healing, or the or naturally it will be relieved with pain because it's it is part of it. Our body is also like that. It it may be. That one of our chakra system is either either depleted or overdoing it, or we know the the polarities of things. But when one chakra is is out of balance, the rest of the chakra system will also have the opportunity to not just compensate, but somehow give care to the chakra system. How our body will start telling us intuitively that we are we are oops, one of one of your chakra system or your specific body part is experiencing this and it will always start from your thoughts why because let's say i'll give an example so after a tiring day the first things that that your mind will tell you okay you're tired you're so and, and 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 what will confirm that your body will second that and tell you yep i'm feeling tired but it will start with your thoughts it will always start there your brain will keep telling you but essentially again the crown chakra is working and telling you that okay these are the things that you should know about your body today and and then if you want to know more your your body will specifically target this pain and then your body will tell you or the, the crown chakra will tell you hey you're experiencing a lower back pain you are experiencing here if you if you just if you just feel it it's there and then once the awareness is already there and then you will start feeling the pain and you're right and you okay what will the body will tell you next i think i needed i needed to sit down or maybe i need to lie down or maybe I, i need to take a nap it's always something that follows when your body is starting to feel pain the body will tell you how to recover either maybe you need some time off maybe you need to sit maybe you need to drink maybe you need to eat your body will always tell you natural remedies. So essentially, even if Master Pao and I are always advocating about how Reiki is one of the best tools that you can have because you know what? In Reiki, it's so simple. There is a specific technique to balance all your chakras. Yes. But what if you are someone who is not practicing yet? What if you are someone who is just tuning in into The Consciousness Show, enjoying all of our meaningful episodes. But as of the moment, you are still not yet a practitioner. Do you have ways on how you would know that your body is telling you things? You've been experiencing it. The only key is how mindful are you when your body is talking to you? How well do you also respond to your body or how well do you listen to your body When your body is telling you the telltale signs, it's as simple as these body pains. So, now in this show, and to cap this episode, you do have to know that when you are starting to feel pain, there's always a call for action. And with the knowledge of the the chakra system, depending on which body part is experiencing the pain, all we need to do is to ask, What did I do today? For example, so, and and, and the, the crown chakra will always be, uh, will give you that good jump start because it will all start with how you're thinking and how how the brain will start functioning and your mind will tell you and give you memories of what happened. So, let's say let's say after that long tiring day and then you you, you start you start developing uh, this lower back pain and then when you feel that it's not it's not enough that we already know that what comes with that is a solution that you have to rest. You have to you, you have to either sit down or maybe go to a spa or what. But again, it's not enough that we find the solution. It is more important for us to get the root cause. And what is the root cause? Just by knowing, okay, it's a lower back pain. What did I do today? Did I overwork? Did I did I not rest? Ask yourself that. You have to get to know your body on a deeper level because if it starts talking through pain, you have to follow through with What did I do?
0: So, that's very interesting, you know, for us to point out what did we do today. But what about about the diseases that run in the family? Because some diseases are inherited. Like, yes, the genes might come into play. But, you know, come to think of it, you might be inheriting these diseases because of the traits you inherit as well. So, you may be doing some wrong things that your ascendants, your parents, your your grandparents have been doing. You you might be inheriting that as well and that you're doing the same thing. So, that's why you're inheriting the same diseases that they did, right? So, you have to cut the chain. Yes, you have to pinpoint what have they been doing wrong that I've been doing as well, right? For me to have the same disease, okay? Because that's in the genes too. Your traits are in the genes, right? And it's... it's we do that subconsciously. We we do that... well, not unconsciously. Subconsciously. We didn't know that we've been doing it, but it takes a very conscious effort to find what those things are. You know, to find what those traits are. You have to be very aware of that.
1: And you know what? That is essentially true. And I'm happy that you touched on that, Master. Because you know what? there are cases and scenarios where you know you've given your fair share. I'm living a healthy lifestyle. I choose to become vegan or vegetarian. I choose to exercise at least an hour every day. And I sleep every single time. But then, why am I diagnosed with these things? Why suddenly, choosing a healthier lifestyle, the body still does not respond well? What did I do wrong? Now, it's good to know that you are choosing the healthier lifestyle because it starts there. Mindfulness is what you're doing and practicing and that's good. Now, let's take it a notch higher. Because again, in this series, it's okay to question. It's okay. You have to understand your body on a deeper level. What am I doing? What am I doing? Or is it something that I'm directly doing? Or is it really something that I consciously am subjecting myself to? Mm. If you keep asking those questions, you can seem to find the answer, then it's now time to start exploring externally anything that's external. So you can now start looking at, okay, how about my family? Is my family doing things? Or are there are there some practices in the family that should be corrected? Are there some things that we are usually comfortable doing but it's not necessarily right? Or do we see something that the family or the people around me are doing that I am not 100% okay with, but they're doing it anyway? And and why am we, why are we saying these things? Why? Because again, we talk about our family, same blood running through our veins, same basically same DNA, and essentially, it's like uh, when we refer to biblically speaking, when we refer to original sin. We're in Adam and Eve. We're able to commit that. And we, we commonly hear that we are part of the... Whether we, we, whether we like it or not, we have that. Why? Because it's part of our ancestors. It's part of the thing that happened in the past. That yes, we did not have control over. But individually and collectively, we are experiencing these effects as well. Now, the, the thing about recognizing... If there are things, one, we start, when, because the first step is to always go inward. What is it inside me that I need to improve? Are there some practices, decisions, thoughts, and actions that I need to improve on? And then you discover that you are doing well. But still, you can't seem to understand why things start to start to still not go on a favorable route. Then the best thing to do if you figure out that it can be a family it can be it can be your ancestors it can be your friends the the people you are with essentially you know what the best thing to do there is to find the forgiveness in whatever collective action so long as you don't keep subjecting yourself and you can what you can also do is to instigate that change bring the awareness bring the awareness okay I believe that we can we have an opportunity to bring this into a more balanced state or to a certain extent if we can correct if we are that person then there is a possibility that we can uh, correct it but then again I want to remind everybody if it's something that is external if you discover that what we are facing is something that is external we can only do so much why because it can be it can be our lesson but collectively it should be a lesson that collectively we should all learn look at the pandemic right now look at how covid-19 has come into play in our lives especially this year look how collectively no matter what race gender or what sect we belong to we are all directly impacted by this the truest lesson is yet to be learned by humanity or or it can be on uh, on a national or or uh, something that ha- that has to be discovered per country but individually we have our own contribution we start inward and then when we go inward we have this we have to have that decision okay i'm i'm in charge of what is inside but i am not totally uh, cont- i cannot totally control what's happening on the outside so my say, regardless of how chaotic it is, regardless if you've been pointed that yes, there are things way bigger than us. All we need to do is, number one, forgive ourselves and not to feel bad about it. Not to feel bad in the essence that you're going to dwell on it. You still need to acknowledge that yes, these things are happening, but what can I do in return? Are there good things that I can do to balance this? Because that is also a way. Mm-hmm. If you know that Majority is doing the opposite. Why not start doing good? Why not be the spark of positivity? Why not be the beacon of change? Shift positively so you can be the inspiration that everybody else needs. They just need someone to to serve as an inspiration and you can be that person. Until collectively, they start seeing the inspiration in you and you become that agent of change until everybody will start learning. And it also starts how? If they see that you, the first step that you did was to go inward, and then that is something that you can share as well. I know it's something that... I know it. When you look at it on a bigger perspective, it's like... Literally, it's like you, you convincing or being the positive influence to everybody. But again, we all just have to start somewhere collectively collectively remember if there is someone who who we can turn to to be that source of love and light and that's the reason why we keep saying love and light love and light because we need to have that source that anchor collectively imagine if we have someone to depend on that we can just anchor ourselves to that one strong energy And then we will all see differently because we know at least we have someone to anchor ourselves into. Or basically, what is that? Our faith. Our trust in the process. Our trust in the divine. Without bias, without judgment. So imagine what faith can do. Imagine what trusting can do. And again, it's not bias. Imagine what these opposite energies, opposite of trust, opposite of faith, can also do to humanity collectively then again i will remind everybody that each of us have our own lessons to learn own lessons to fulfill if there are things way bigger than us be grateful be grateful that at least inward we discovered a way for us to be in a very balanced state we still need to anchor ourselves with i'll go back to the Reiki precepts, how you're gonna be, how you're gonna be humble, how you're gonna be kind, how you're gonna be loving and respecting everybody. You anchor yourself with that, and then keep giving your fair share of love and light until you become that beacon of light to everybody. And then little by little, trust the process that you will be that agent of change. That it will only just start. It may feel and seem like we're just a mere tiny dust in this vast. Energy of the universe that we have here. But imagine you becoming that beacon of light and then everybody else will see you as an inspiration. And then through you, people will start shifting as well. And this is the, what the Consciousness Show is also about. Master Paulo and I going through all those experiences in life, seeing the polarities, experiencing it on our own, learning... The nitty-gritty of the process, but now we know better. Yes, Reiki is now our tool, but essentially it is a tool, but we are living a mindful life. We are living a very conscious and a mindful life that 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 is something that would always reflect on our thoughts, decisions, and actions. Mm-hmm.
0: And we're not ashamed to do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So should be you. Imagine if every everyone sharing the same well, not exactly faith in the religion, but faith in God. Okay, everyone everyone is being kind to everyone. Everyone is observing the the precepts of Reiki. Being honest, being humble, being kind. What a world that would be. Mm-hmm. So next episode, yeah, speaking of which, we are going to talk about toxic people. And it's going oh, to God. be the start of a, a new series. Okay? Because it's very important to identify what these toxic people can do to you, to themselves, and who knows, the toxic people might be you, you just just don't know it, right? So it's very important to identify so that we'll know what we do to ourselves and to other people who are like them.
1: It's going to be a very interesting series again because you know The Consciousness Show, we are we are building a story here, so we will start with our very look at it as our core values. As we focus on the Reiki precepts, and we understand we why rather why while we are taking the precepts and understanding it on a daily basis, and how we develop these desires, anchoring within universal laws, understanding. What our impact in our body when we become sick, when we create these imbalances, only to bring you with the awareness of these toxic people. And it will get better in our next series. But this time, um, watch out because it's gonna be divided into 10 because we are gonna be well, we're gonna be brave enough to discuss 10 types of toxic people. And we have a reference for this as well. We are going to give credit to the reference that we found. Mm-hmm. It's When we we found this reference, we were like, oh gosh, we definitely need to discuss this. And it will be in our next episode. So do watch out for that.
0: If you have any questions, clarifications you'd like to make about any of our topics, send us an email to theconsciousnessshow at gmail.com. And we also have an Instagram account.
1: Our Instagram account is at theconsciousnessshow.com. If you have... I'm already laughing because I know we're going to get there. It's a DM. (laughs) Send us a DM. If you have any questions, concerns, or if maybe you're going through something and you would need our spiritual advice, just please send us a message. You may use our Instagram account for that so that in our upcoming shows, we will dedicate that episode for our spiritual advice. And also, this is a special shout out to our growing and everyday growing listeners. Again, Philippines is every day growing, but also next to it we have Sweden. Again, our hearts are melting each time we check our analytics. Thank you so much, Sweden. We also have growing uh, listeners in the U.S. Thank you so much, wherever, whichever state in the U.S. you're from. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much. Oh, Singapore is. Coming next after that. So thank you so much, our listeners from Singapore. And let me also take this opportunity to promote if you want to experience directly and experience this on your own. What Master Paolo and I have been focusing on in our podcast. Uh, you may experience learning Reiki. I also teach Reiki. And if you also would want to learn, let's say, divination through intuitive tarot reading, I teach that as well. I now have my own. Uh, I have my own Instagram account for that. That's at Everyday Reiki with Markey. So it's all in one word: Everyday and even with every. It's Everyday Reiki with Markey. That's my Instagram account. I, I have my schedule there. Monthly schedules are happening for the months of September. You may feel free to check my Instagram and so that you will be uh, in in tune with our monthly workshops. Send me a message and I'll be happy to assist you.
0: So this has been Pao.
1: And this has been Marty.
0: Always remember that when the ears of the student are ready to hear, then comes lips to fill them with wisdom. And on that note, we will see you on the next show.
1: Thank you again for listening.